cardiac guy, Williams King. It's your boy, KOE. In the house. Eat, sleep, suplex, retweet. Quackerachi here for Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. I am joined here by the dynamic duel that is your boy's KOE. That's my most happening, Quacker. How you doing, Kyle? You good? I'm always good, man. Ken Killer, how you doing? Fantastic. Yeah. So, just before we get into the main interview, just a bit of housekeeping. Wherever you're listening to this, make sure you're subscribed for future interviews and shows. Whilst you're at it, also follow the boys KOE. They're on Twitter at knockyout underscore KOE. And go on to Facebook, they are under KWK is King. Yeah. So. Easy. Uh, whilst you're at it, actually, also give us a wee follower at Suplex Retweet on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So, Spotify, iTunes. Yeah. Uh, maybe we should go on iTunes. Yeah. Uh, just talk. Yeah. Well, you know, what, what our actual plan is, uh, we're going to do a YouTube channel, we're just going to start reacting to stupid shit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and um, just. Being general idiots, so I mean that might happen. <laughs> general, Pro- no, probably not. Amazing. But, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those far out ones, maybe. Let us know when that happens. Aye, because I'm the next big YouTubers. Yeah, know. yeah, that's right. So, I'm straight onto the subscribing if that happens. Well, let's do it. Well, you'll be our only subscriber. You, <laughs> you and the four million others that will. Yeah, we have different uh, opinions about how this is going to go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> maybe it'll be that so bad it's good kind of thing, you know. Who'll be the creative director? Uh, uh, I don't know, I don't know. You, you know <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot on with this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we'd have a lot more. <laughs> oh, well, then I guess I have a new career. And, 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 so there we Kay, go. Kay, you're welcome. Yeah. Oh. You're stuck with Kay, you're already in. And, uh, oh, there we go. Oh, I missed a bit. But. <laughs> <laughs> For the purpose of audio, Kyrell's kind of just tried to throw a bit of paper in the bin and it hit the rim and missed. Kobe. Yeah, there we go. But as they call it an name, yeah. So if you guys are happy, happy to move on to the questions. Oh, I suppose so. Yes. So I always start off all our interviews saying the same way we started out and it goes back to a show we've done about why we love wrestling and we came out with different stories which was really interesting. So I'm interested to know from you guys why do you love wrestling and where did the passion come from? I think I remember I don't know like where the passion came from, I think we just really enjoy it. Like it's more one of the things once we get in it, the more passionate you got but well, personally I've been see since I was about two. Mm-hmm. I've just been in um, Watching wrestling forever, I can remember basically watching it. I, I didn't even have time to come to terms with, oh, what is this? I just watched it, you know what I mean? So, probably for whatever. Yeah, because you were watching yeah. it. You know, so. And then I remember, so the first memory I have was The Rock video from like night, it must be 99 or something. It was mm-hmm. in my pal's house. And then I saw The Rock's amazing, so I got, like, got right into that. And then the next thing I remember seeing was Triple H Big Show, the main event of Raw. <laughs> Uh, again, probably nine eight nine nine um, or around that time. I'm really bad with years, and then didn't really watch it for a bit. Mm-hmm. When we get Sky One on the good old the good old Sky Telly, mm-hmm. start watching SmackDown every morning. Just first memories: The Rock running down Booker T on SmackDown. Yeah, well, I also remember one of the earliest matches I actually remember was Mania, and it was the Triple Threat Ladder Match with Edge and Christian, Hardys, Hardys. Oh. And what a way to just first memory, one of the first memories of wrestling I loved the Hardy Boys. Always wanted to be Jeff Hardy when I was younger as well. Yeah. See, like, always wanted to be Matt. Yeah, always <laughs> wanted to jump off, just like mental things, jump into things, you know. I think that, and then you grow older and you realise, oh, well, yeah, I'm not made of plastic. <laughs> <laughs> I loved all that kind of stuff because 
Although, like, a lot of people have said that, oh, they, they've mentioned even the wrestlers you've mentioned, but it's something that's personal to you, and it's interesting to kind of hear what gave you that tick to think, yeah, I'm going to watch yeah. it, and then eventually train to be a cover wrestler. It was a big thing, though, but, like, for, like, when I was at school, like, because it was just around the, like, primary school, everyone's talking about Austin and The Rock, and, oh, um, you know, the attitude era, I was still young, I was only, like, Six or something like when I started watching it when mm-hmm. it was like ninety nine, and um, but just hearing about it just made you want to watch it. So you, it became the cool thing, and then obviously it kind of dwindled away from that. But it just it stuck with me. Well, I remember when I kind of came in, it wasn't quite so cool because I'm so much younger than you, you know. <laughs> so much. <laughs> you had to get that. So much younger. Um, I and it wasn't quite the cool thing, but you know, I was still the coolest kid. But that era, though, that was like the ruthless. Like that was. Eddie, ah, you know, yeah, I was a player. Not an angle, man. Yeah, brilliant. And then we kind of stopped watching it for like, I think, do you know what it was? We had Virgin Media and they lost Sky One because that, that's what I used to watch it on. You used to watch Smackdown every morning. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I just kind of stopped watching it. Sometimes kept up with it around yeah. Mania season, see who won the Rumble maybe and, and check what, if anyone came back or whatever. And then the next thing I knew, I was watching, I think it was, was it 2008? I'm at the Bash. It was Jericho Mysterio, the one where uh, they had the whole thing with the mask and all that. And it ended up match of the year that year. Yeah, well, you used and to watch TNA as well. So oh, that's right. that. Oh, okay. Found TNA. Didn't watch WWE because it wasn't on TV, you know. Before, we noticed, oh, you can go online and find it. Well, to be fair, it wasn't quite as wide open then. Yeah, it wasn't. But I, watching TNA and seizures on that period, it was just so different. It seemed so much more attitude era based. And yeah. Then, like, obviously, the WWE went a bit more towards the PG at that sort of point. Yeah. So loved it at that point. Yeah, we, yeah, we kind of, but it was more sporadic. You just turned it on, it was like, Christian was great. Yeah. And um, Sting, obviously. Yeah, because you had like Rhino and Sabu was on it. Recognisable names, aye. Yeah, all these guys just throwing themselves about doing crazy stuff, you know what I mean? That was mental. And then, I, yeah, I forgot about I forgot about the TNA run, but that was, it was good then. Mm-hmm. Like, TNA was good, the six sided ring, it was different. Yeah. And um, then we just kind of get, we just kind of locked back into WWE because we got Sky Sports back. And I was up one stupid o'clock, and the bash was on live, or okay, American bash, whatever it was. Yeah. And it was like, I actually got matching the year that night, and I happened to turn it on right at the start of that match, and I was like, well, I'm watching this again. Yeah. And then, but we always kept up with the games. The guys, yeah, like, even when we were watching it, we were sitting playing Here Comes the Pain, uh, Spanish Mystery World 2006, and we'd always be sitting there, like, creating characters, and I really enjoyed the creative aspect of it. Like, yeah, and that's kind of why you kind of want to get into it. You want to become yeah. these characters you're creating, or yeah. I used to create so many different things because I was dead into like, art and drawing and stuff yeah. as well, and then like just creating all these different crazy characters, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's that, like, not even in quite intricate characters at times, it wasn't just this big yeah, backstories and yeah, like backstories, that. and it wasn't just like, oh, this guy's a big scary guy with a mask, it would be like somebody that had like some sort of weird reputation, like. I, don't, I can't even make an example right now. Yeah, and something then, stupid. You know, yeah. yeah. And then cool. wrestling on the trampoline, got a trampoline. Used to just wrestle on that, pretending we were these characters. Yeah. So we, we and we gathered for a young age that you worked together. We never trained at this point, but we just kind of knew. Mm-hmm. You know, we figured that he was a lot smaller than me at the time, but, you know, I could make him lift me and stuff like that. So we kind of got a grasp of what was going on and we would... Be, you know, I'd play one character, he'd play the next, and we'd have a different match yeah. with different characters. And also, our neighbour's got a free show as well. In <laughs> 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 the middle of the night, you know? Yeah, we'd always go at night so nobody could really see us. Yeah. And we would get right in there, man. We'd be like, no, you need to do this, you need to do that. Like, this is the whole. Ah, exactly. No, stop, like, we'll go over this match. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so we always thought of the story and what Yeah, ah, exactly. What makes sense. Yeah. Without realising that we were new, but we didn't know. You never really. 
really know what you're doing, I suppose, but we had a grasp of yeah, but, of the concept behind it, I suppose. But I mean, that what you're saying there is actually quite telling because when I've seen you wrestle, you guys have like uh, yeah, obviously your brothers, which is fair enough. But there's just a certain amount of chemistry that you guys have that you know is further than just being the fact that you're the same blood kind of thing. If you know what I mean, it's weird yeah. to say it, and that what you're saying really highlights that to me. Yeah. And it's also further enough, like how you say the trapeze is how the hard they started. Yeah, yeah. And they used to put on trapeze wrestling <laughs> shows in their back garden. Yeah, we were too scared to actually put on a show for it. Skinny, skinny kid. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that's a that's a really I really like that story. So I'll just like to move on slightly. So now thinking back to your first wrestling match that you ever done, <laughs> besides the trampoline wrestling, <laughs> the experience that the both of you have picked up from wrestling at Source Wrestling, Scottish Wrestling Alliance, Reckless Intent Wrestling, Wrestling Experience Color Respect Pro and ICW shows, just to name a few. Looking back at your debut, what advice would you give yourself? I debuted in a team, not with him. So I debuted uh, with Ryan Griffin, who's yeah. phenomenally underrated. Oh, absolutely. And uh, against uh, The Forgotten, which is Calvin Dunbar. Okay. And uh, I don't know, I was just... I don't know what the advice would be. I think you just... You learn as you go anyway. Mm-hmm. I feel like you need to just jump in and, and go for it and figure it out. You can't really go back and be like, oh, do this, do that. Yeah. I feel like you never really, I didn't feel ready. Yeah. Especially when you come out. When I was, the most thing I feared was just in front of people. Like, yeah. I'm scared of just being in front of a crowd. Well, not so much anymore, especially when I first matched them. So nervous, you know. Yeah. And I just didn't, I didn't feel comfortable at all. But once you've done it, you're like so satisfied. You're like, finally, all this, like, what I've been wanting to for ages. I finally made it, you know what I mean? And then you can continue to do the next goal, do the next goal, do the next goal, that sort of stuff. You know? Yeah, I know that one put on some weight because we were both so skinny. But then we've done that anyway, like that's something that you know at the time, it's just you can't do much. Like we were apparently ready to go, you know, in ring wise, we just, I think we both wished we looked better. But then you always wish you looked better. Yeah. I'm going to be totally satisfied. But if you look back, like we're, we, we're not even the biggest guys now, but we were. Well, pretty, pretty yeah, that's just progression though. I feel like it is like you just kind of need to go out there and get and as you do it you're going to find yourself more and more especially like I, we See both what de- yeah, yeah both debuted as kind of baby faces yeah. and we were kind of generic we did a lot of you know we'd be flipping and jumping yeah. and relied, relied on moves like yeah. because we had no character so we had to do, we had to be good yeah exactly I, and we couldn't connect with the crowd or anything like yeah. that but like I feel like as we've been able to find character and work out how to work specific matches on specific shows against specific opponents, you know what I mean? You try and make everything make sense. Like for us to go out and do shooting star presses or moonsaults that we used to do or whatever, it just doesn't make sense yeah. most of the time. Now, you know? mm-hmm. And it means that you can do less but get more. Because and a good thing is I think I think anyone that's seen us recently, like probably since we started teaming, we've really dialed down. Like we talk about shooting stars and. Moonsaults, like we can do some mental things that I think we don't want to rely on, but it's good to have it. Then. Yeah. Because like we can do like you know the bushes, triangle moonsaults, like shooting stars, twisting topes. Yeah. Like just mental stuff that like I don't think people even realise that we can do because we, we don't want to. We don't want to be known for that because then you just need to top it every time, yeah. and eventually you're just going to kill yourself. <laughs> I remember as well. What, uh, Michael, what last called us? Team charisma. Team charisma. Because we were so bland. Yeah. And it was a running joke, like, and we used to get slagged for having no charisma, no character, 
yeah. like just nothing to us so we could just go in the ring a little bit yeah and it's a hard one to find but I feel like we're kind of starting to like we've kind of found something that we can just keep on yeah. adding on to and we can do different stuff with you there's know? work like, there's still work to be done always work to be done mm-hmm. we don't think like we're, oh you know that's us now and that's not what we're saying but it's just that way of we definitely not we can really label this as uncharismatic anymore no well something I will say like the first time I've seen you guys actually just I was just like this is amazing to to tell you is because like one of my questions does touch on the first time I did see you guys as as a tag team and everything and yeah you're right your your moves are still on point and they're amazing but when I saw you at your ICW debut, and then you, uh, you carried the, the, the somersault over the top rope down to the ground, I was like, whoa, okay, now, now I know that they're a harm. And I like that because to me, like, I like that old school thinking of, yes, a heel shouldn't have too flashy of moves, mm-hmm. and they should have destruction type moves, and then, yeah. yes, they'll, they'll still back up in the ring once you guys do, so you do strike that balance really well. and. It's hard to think of you guys with no charisma because everything <laughs> you put in is... We were bland. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I no, that really bland. See, playing off each other as well, uh, because like, sometimes we're in the ring, we generally do just get pissed off and annoyed with each other, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Whereas if you're yourself, it's kind of hard to... You can't, you don't have that sort of person to play off of. Like, yeah. I find it a lot harder. Yeah, we have to so. kind of lucky. I think if we were singles guys, we would probably... Like, I, I was doing the singles run before... Like we started a year before we started team, maybe even a bit longer. Like, yeah, a bit longer than that. A bit longer. And yeah. like I done the two ICW, not ICW, sorry, the asylum tournaments. Mm-hmm. Um, and like as a singles guy, and there was contract. I was babyface the first year, and I was that heel the second year. But I still didn't really have much. Just had a little bit. But if it wasn't for the team, like even as a singles guy now, if I went away, I can still relate back to KOE. And yeah. I wouldn't have had that as a singles guy. You know, it'd be hard to if I go and show KOE in a match. Whereas, like, because there's a team aspect behind it now, I can show Kayleigh and imagine it. Yeah. It makes a lot more sense. It doesn't really make sense, but it makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> Doing it on my own. <laughs> I love that. That's brilliant, eh? So, now, this could be a long answer to you guys. What does KOE stand for? <laughs> I thought we wanted to stand for. <laughs> Stands for being probably the greatest team in Scotland, most charismatic. Most handsome, well, best manoeuvres, you know. I don't even know, but what else have we got? Well, there's, there's a list on ICW if you watch it. <laughs> ah, is that what you watch it? If you watch it, you watch it. Well, yeah, that's the list, that's the problem. I threw it at Stevie Boy, that's, yeah. that's Stevie Boy, Stevie James. <laughs> we had the list. Stevie James. 100, 100 uh, millions of it, but now it's just gone, so. Oh, yeah, that's just putting more in the tank. Like, there's oh. like a, a list of, like, 6,272,872 or something. Oof. Oh, yeah, it took a while to write. Yeah, that's a real man. That was a mission. That was a mission. Wait, have you ever found that one? Again, please tweet it out. Then, oh, yeah. We'll get retweeted. A nine million part tweet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll need to actually hire someone to write it because I'm not doing that again. Nah, nah. Yeah. Take all of my life out, mate. <laughs> well, maybe that could be the start of your new YouTube series. Or just the listing. <laughs> part one. Yeah. <laughs> the first thousand games. First thousand hours of. Yeah. yeah. If I know YouTube, make a 10 minute video releasing each one to get that YouTube. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, it. I'll get it. <laughs> No, there's honestly there's more meanings for KOE than there is words in the dictionary. <laughs> Even after they added the, the Scottish slang and all that as well, you know, mm-hmm. still more that. Oh, it's like it, there was a name originally. It did 
originate from something and then as we were going like we kept changing it or we would be like I don't know about this and and, and it just kind of like so we, there was two options with it and then eventually I think it was lucky he just said to us he was like I think we just sounds alright yeah. and we were like oh, fuck it and then we just started like, you just try to figure out a name yeah. I think we had a few ideas and we ended up just getting rid of the name Untouchables there was DNA because we were brothers obviously but I think that had been used mm-hmm. um, I think Untouchables may have been used as well I think that's why we didn't do it yeah. and then like the Blitz brothers <laughs> Danny Blitz oh, no. <laughs> If we ever do an 80s night, that's what we are. But I just kind of like it snowballed, and then people kept asking. And we were, we were generally, originally, when people asked us, we were actually unsure, so we just kind of say whatever we felt like yeah. at the time. It's that stroke of like intrigue, that, that <laughs> mystery that people. I mean, I'm sure you guys have been asked a lot what this was 1957 was. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 And you're like the only person we've given the answer to, and we're not going to give it in the podcast. All right. So, nice. <laughs> Maybe we'll tell you afterwards. No, I thought. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm paying big ADM, no. Ah, yeah. Okay. yeah. We we we're in the circle of KOA, are we? Yeah, that's yeah. it's a small circle. <laughs> of course, it's Sean Walker knows it. Sean Walker. Sean Walker knows. Well, speaking of Sean Walker, now you start to tag with Sean Walker and form the tag the trio Thug Life. How did all that come about? <laughs> I don't, I don't really know. <laughs> I think, I think, well, I think we found them more entertaining than everybody else as well. And uh, Whippy just thought it'd be quite an interesting dynamic with the swagger that we bring. And obviously, the unlimited amounts of swag that he has. Yes, yeah, no, I remember it now a little bit. So, this is when we were Team Charisma, so we didn't have much going. And he was like, you know, he'd be good to kind of like bring you to your shell maybe a little bit. And we, we had a six man tag. This was before, like, it was became like a big KO, you know, KO was like, you know, a bigger umbrella than it was, it was just us two. Mm. And uh, we were just teamed with him. And I actually remember, I don't know if there's a video of the match anyway, but as we walk out of the curtain, he's just screaming random nonsense. <laughs> and I actually turn away and just start laughing. Like, because it's <laughs> just, like, I, 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 just couldn't, I just couldn't deal with it, right? And then, and then he ended up eventually just hitting that, that character that he's got now for the streets of Wednesday. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. This is that's amazing, right? I'm not even joking, right? Like, so he done it in, he done it in training one night, and I was sitting there. And I remember, because I, I just was in a pure shite mood that day. And I was just sitting there, pushing myself laughing, man, because it was so funny. I'm not even joking, right? Like, I, like, I watched a lot of wrestling like throughout the years. I've never laughed, so that's the most I've ever laughed at something to do with wrestling. Mm-hmm. I genuinely passionate myself every time. Every time he said something, man, it was hilarious. And then after after that, he just he just ran with it, man. Yeah. And then we get closer with him, just you know, personally as well. So like it became. It just became a lot of fun. We just all three of us getting it. Yeah, we all started adding bits and yeah, just like dynamic bits yeah, as well. Yeah, you know? yeah diamond. And he does actually know a bit of like the Wu Tang Clan and stuff. Like yeah, that. yeah, you know. And he can draw the logo. He can draw. Yeah, yeah. He can draw the logo very successfully. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But he's just there and he's he's <laughs> he's funny, man. Mm. He is funny. So oh, like, I like how all three of you bring something to the table, <laughs> the the KOE table, so to speak. <laughs> KOE round table. Is <laughs> yeah. a is a meeting that's. Sean said yeah, he, he did yeah. he did say that he would bring up something at the AGM about particular handshaking that you guys refused to do uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about uh, <laughs> we'll move on from that uh, okay <laughs> uh, I'll take that as a no then <laughs> so just moving 
on, like we've touched a little bit about your moves, so you guys are very particular about your the moves that you do, and it's a whole variety of moves, whether it's like power, grappling moves, striking, and very different variations of diving. But with, along with that, you carry a lot of swag as you do it, so you like kind of put your own stamp onto it. What are your influences, and how do all these come together? I think like the main thing with moves is that you try and do it. It's not that easy all the time, but you try not to waste anything. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, don't really want to just throw away something for the sake. Yeah, of throw random strikes in a match where it's needed, it's not necessary, and it kind of takes away from when you throw a big one later or something like that. You know, yeah, and you get out. Like, I, I feel like our moves we try and make them quite unique to us as well. I think you've got a different opportunity. It's harder to come up with like unique single moves than it is with tag team moves because you combine. Yeah, so many different, different bodies. So I feel like just trying to make as many unique, do as many unique things as fuck uh, as much in the ring. And then there's like, see for every move that we've got. I actually we really do have a lot of move. I feel like you know our tie moves haven't been done before. At least I haven't seen them, and they are quite unique. And we just kind of came up. But there's also a lot of stuff that we've tried that just didn't work. Yeah, <laughs> we've got a rule that kind of we try it like five times if we're just not getting it like at all. Yeah, we just give up. <laughs> just give up. You know? Some people will be like try it to the ground until they get it, and then we're just kind of like, oh yeah, no. Nah, we'll yeah, just we want it nailed. Like we want to have that like that. You know, we can do it. So like, you know, ten times out of ten we can do it, not two times out of yeah, ten. Yeah, yeah. And it's just it's just trying to be different. Like it's hard as I is. You know, he's saying as well, it's hard to be different with moves, but with tag team, you do have a little bit more opportunity, mm-hmm. especially because the vast majority of wrestlers are so focused on their single stuff. Um, you know, outside like this, you know, the small group of tag teams that there are, mm-hmm. that they're too busy trying to get something unique for themselves, which is hard because almost everything's been done. Mm-hmm. Almost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whereas with tag teams, I mean, you've got the Falcon Arrow Powerbomb, mm-hmm. Welcome to Terror, don't we call it? Which is that figure beating. Yeah, I don't think anyone's done that. The, the most recent one, I've the throw up to the back suplex to the to the power bomb like I, I've not seen that I, don't, I mean they may have been done I'm not saying they've not um, or I'm not saying that anyone's not thought of them either just copyright it so yeah I mean, copyright I'm not going to argue with yeah. you I'm sure that people <laughs> will argue in terms of swagger as well I get influenced because <laughs> we uh, we watch a lot of basketball as well see the okay. players uh, kicking about and they're um, like before the games and their gear and they just swag about and it's different stuff they do on the court yeah. see when they'll nail like a, a, a long three or something like yeah. they'll do like a different part like the Superman like LeBron did the I think everyone uh, associates it with Benteke done it for a bit LeBron's mad yeah it's going to be hard to sure describe it on the podcast but Angelo Dawkins does it in NXT. That's right. Oh, uh, yeah. So, I love the street profits. Oh, I'm growing on my eye. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. He's an athlete. <laughs> half, uh, That's a dream match for me nah, to see yours against the street profits. <laughs> I don't know if I can jump as high as Angelo. <laughs> yeah, and also uh, the, the hip hop influence as well. Hip hop, big time. Big, big, big time. Like, if you come in the car with us nine times out of ten, it's a hip hop playlist. It's from, it ranges from the 90s, even the 80s. Oh, yeah. Modern day stuff like that's just fifties. Oh, 50s? oh no, no. <laughs> but next source show road trip. But no, that's just it's like basketball. It's, like, it's not like football. Like people scoring, it's like a passion celebration. Because basketball, you're scoring constantly throughout the game. Yeah, it's like they just have these little things. Like that's just a bit of element of swag. Like it's confidence. Yeah. Um, well, watch Stevenson as well. That's the main influence. Too many, da- too many dances after he hits like a. Uh, uh, Put a step back three. Oh, 
theory, if you don't know, that Stevenson as well. So he's not actually that great a basket. He's a, he's very sporadic as a basketball player. Yeah, but he'll pull out like a player who's awesome right now. I just have this brilliant celebration. So, yeah. and he's just he's off his nut. Like it's just things like that. It's great. Like I think what you don't want to do is watch try and take too much from wrestler A, wrestler B. C and D yeah. uh, I mean we watch a lot of wrestling and we take you know we really appreciate the little things like uh, you know the f- facial or the aggression or like even just a little thing like the way they move their arm or something in a certain way like that's great but what you don't want to do is I'm going to take from him him, him and then merge it yeah. if you can get an influence from outside it becomes a bit more unique uh, and it's still hard because as, as he said like we're kind of hip hop NBA, but then Angelo Dawkins is clearly doing the LeBron yeah. thing as well. So he's, he's clearly getting it. But still being us ourselves, you know, adding so many different elements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so many elements on mm-hmm. it. But, but I think that's the main thing. I don't think you want to be like, you know, what wrestler can I copy this week? Or what wrestler can I copy for this part? It's just got to be, okay, like everything's been done. So how can I make it? Or how can we make it our own? Mm-hmm. How's, it, how's it unique? to ourselves and I think that's the main thing I think the best place to go is movies other sports you know music stuff like that and that's where you get that sort of thing from I've got to ask what team do you support basketball wise oh, I don't sp- support any specific you just yeah like I'm, I'm never apart from football I've never really been to into like supporting a specific person at something or a specific team you know it's just like I don't really feel that kind of need to do that yeah because the good thing with basketball we, we got in it quite late so we just didn't appreciate the game yeah like we're enough. just trying to learn it but like we, I think for both of us we really love the guys that are blatant hard workers guys like LeBron yeah like, it, everyone knows who LeBron is named but see if you actually YouTube and just see this guy's Oh, he's, he's 34 years old. People talk about Ronaldo. LeBron is mm. he's like 6'8", yeah. 250, and he runs yeah. probably quicker than Ronaldo does. Like, maybe not, but. Maybe not, but. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, he is like, he's like the Ronaldo basketball. Yeah, Ronaldo, yeah, Ronaldo just, that's just, a hard worker. And then, he's a hard worker. Yeah, he's a hard worker, <laughs> and the Greek freak there is a new one, like the Janice Antetokounmpo. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, he's something else, man. Like, if you, if you Google him, just type in the Greek freak into YouTube. I just see what this guy can do, man. Unbelievable. Like, and it's just, they're all renowned for hard work. Like, yeah. You know, getting bigger, stronger, faster. And, and I think that's where you need to go is like, what are you better? Not just, I'm going to copy this guy. Or, do you know what I mean? I just hope for the best. True, that. No, very true. Now, just moving on slightly, KOE are known for their use of the whiteboards. <laughs> what sort of tactics do you discuss on the whiteboards and why are they so key to your wins? Well, the thing is, the tactics that we actually come up with on the whiteboard never actually work yeah. that well. Like, we go out and, and we, we come up and we think, oh, this is this master plan. <laughs> you know what, we're going to win this match in about two seconds and we come back in and we just get, you know, the, the other team just cuts us off. Terrible. But the, the whiteboard, that, that came from basketball as well, actually. Yeah, timeouts. Timeouts. Because that, that's what that was the initial one. They're like, oh, call timeouts. So you're behind in a match. We'll be like, oh, no, timeout, timeout. We'll give us a wee bit of time. And then we thought, oh, what if we discuss tactics? We'll get a whiteboard. I think I originally wanted a manager as well, but we couldn't get. Oh, not we couldn't get. Yeah, it's kind of hard to find yeah. someone that fits the mould. And then also they can it. come with you to like each show and make sure they're there and yeah, and fit everyone that's like 
would fit as good enough to be on a show they're already wrestling nah, exactly. <laughs> you know so um, but uh, you know if, if anyone wants to apply feel free yes. yeah, you know our um, social media so they just yeah. drop us a wee DM aye yeah. right on my Slide, well, you've heard it there from Kick Killer. Slide into the DM, so that's at the knockouts underscore KOE. Yeah, done a bit full, but you know. <laughs> Mostly females. <laughs> females are possibly me, but after this. <laughs> <laughs> but in saying that, like, you did have quite a big win streak on the go, and I would like to say it was. A lot of it was down to your hard work and also the tactic you put down. However, just recently at a recent social, you came up just short against the big unit Cody Crawford and the bedside cabinet Mark J. Wilson. <laughs> now, after the fight, or after the match, the fight did continue on to backstage and it spilled out. To you guys, is this feud far from over and do you have a message for them? That boy's an absolute unit. I mean, I'm just coming up a, a guy that's not even who he is, man. He's, a, he's an entity, you know what I mean? But honestly, like, they two are <laughs> phenomenal uh, wrestlers. Like, they're so young as well, what, like mm-hmm. 16, 17. Yeah, I know. I think Mark's. 17? Yeah. And yeah. Cody. Honestly, I think, 15. yeah, in the next few years, Mark's going to be, the both of them are just going to be, like, working everywhere over Scotland. Yeah. yeah. Mark, Mark's, like, something special. Like, to be fair to Cody as well, like, I would call him the big fundamental, because yeah. he's fundamentally better than probably anyone in Source. Like, he just, his footwork, he's sort of, like, he does yeah the basics uh, yeah the yeah. basics he's, mm-hmm. he's a big fundamental yeah, big unit exactly. Tim Duncan yeah Tim Duncan big fundamental like. but the two of them considering how young they are oh yeah and I I, I don't think people realise just how like, talented they are like see once they just kind of get a bit older and get their names out there like, they'll be everywhere yeah, yeah, for a few years time I think being older will well, help them because they are so young this season. Well, it's yeah. the same with Harvey Keaton. Yeah, as well. Um, he was a wee boy. Yeah, he was always great. And then, you know, as he's getting older and he's just finding himself, finding his character, you know, working different places now, yeah. he's just exploded. Yeah. He's worked hard at the gym, so he's like, he's found a look. It's, you know, he's, he's got his body in the right condition, in the right place. And then he's also just grown up, like, you know, physically and mentally, like, he's grown up. And I think that'll. But when that happens to Mark and Cody, because they are young, mm-hmm. when they grow up, they're going to look more genuine mm-hmm. just by just by being older. Yeah, um, because like it's like you know, what I was saying it's like Keenan was always that good. Like it's just when he found that kind of that little bit when he, he smashed the gym and and just found his look. It, it was it, it came and now he's he's running with it. Yeah, no, fantastic. So, so so I guess you'll be happy to. Continue this feud and feud work with them and oh, yeah, let's see that. and avenge that one. Honestly, it's so much fun to work with them. <laughs> you know, it is actually like, I was so excited. See, when we heard we got to work with them, I was just like, oh, this is going to be so much fun. Yeah. So good to play off as well, you know? Yeah. That's good. Good luck. No. I'm going to bar them. Actually, back to the question, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take you guys back to the Source Championship tournament. And this is actually the first time I saw you guys. <laughs> and I'm going to talk about how you both unveiled the Source Tag Team Championship. <laughs> and I must reiterate that Source was spelled S O U R S E for the people that were there. 
a boss, first of all, can tell up the United States to spell source. Yeah, well, I, I figured out since then, you know, I wasn't paying that close attention. I, I would bet that. But the titles still are legit as ever. They're legit, right? The thing is, like, we unveiled them, right? So, obviously, it was the championship tournament for yeah. the singles titles. So, like, we had this idea. In fact, it was, you know, uh, Alexander Darwin McAllen helped out a lot in this as well. Big shout out to the big man. Yeah. The champ. But anyway, yeah, he's yeah. the other champ in source. We're the tag champs, he's the singles champ. Mm-hmm. But we so went up, we, you know, he threw them and cut them out and all that. Yeah, it took about two minutes. It, yeah, literally, like, <laughs> yeah. it, it, it was not a wee bit of pain. That's the thing, it's not hard sometimes to come up with something different and creative. Mm-hmm. Like, people yeah. thinking, you go, oh, blind mind blowing that. Nah, took two seconds. Yeah. And uh, we actually we made this big deal of it and we're telling everyone, like, you know, like, tell, like can we do this? We're going to do this. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then if you actually watch the promo that I'm doing, I, f- I actually f- totally forgot about it. Oh really? And, uh, I gave the mic back to... Ah, oh, someone. Somebody was doing it. Yeah, someone was doing it. Whoever was announcing, I gave Taylor it. Fight. Yeah, Taylor Fight. Yeah, Taylor Fight. Before he before he became a you know a big time player in sources, he was announcing, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, so I gave him the gave him the mic back, and he was about to like introduce the, the Hunter Bros. And he's looking at me, and I'm just kind of sitting there, looking <laughs> up, just totally blank, like. And I was like, I feel like I forgot something. <laughs> and, then, and then he was looking at me, and I, and I was just like, I just realised what I'd said was just flat. There was like no anticipation. And, and of course, and I could have put the makeup. Yeah, he could put the makeup. He I could talk. I could talk. Yeah. So he just looked at me funny, and I just, just as he went to announce, I just went, no, grab, grab the mic off him. Like, oh yeah, we've actually got to undo it. So, started, so I, didn't, I totally, we almost forgot, we almost blew the whole thing, or I almost blew the whole thing. And then went under the ring, because we, we planted them under the ring, obviously, from before. <laughs> then pulled them out. Unexpectedly, the Hunter Bros did challenges for the title. Oh, no, I, wasn't, I wasn't expecting that. No, I wasn't expecting that, man. That was good ad libbing for me. Ah, is that? And then, um, I love that. That was bold, bold challenging KOE yeah. for the, the oh. most coveted titles. Yeah. But then, obviously, we came on top as, yeah. as we were prepared for them anyway. Uh, you know? Yeah, they were great to work with as well. Brilliant, man. Yeah. So much good advice and just like learning the way they work and they're so underrated. Like, Unreal, by the way, like, yeah. see if you go and watch their matches, like, you know, we were like, oh, can we, they just know when it tar- everything makes sense. There's, there's no. Playing about with the rules, they're not like um, I don't know how to describe it, but everything's just done right. You yeah, know, there's, exactly. a way, there's a way to get somebody in and tag and yeah. make sure that the right legal person's all in. makes sense. And you know, they just put on good matches as well. Like, and, yeah, mean, like just entertaining matches. They can, yeah, they can go like mm-hmm. all in all aspects. Yes. You know, but that was great. Like we worked them, and you know, good good guys as well. And then I think we worked the pose right after that. Or was it before? Be- it was before that. Yeah, and you learn before. two different types of matches. You learn just different things because they're both so experienced, both mm-hmm. teams. Yeah. And you learn so much from each other and like different kind of aspects that and we don't know. Yeah. But, you know, you can only learn so much until you go out and work these different sort of tag teams and then you learn, oh, well, I can do this, I can add this in here, yeah, work this in this. Because you know? Whippy's like, a, he's an amazing teacher. Like, yeah. teach you anything and he gives you the freedom to do what you need to do. Oh, what we need to do, and he has tag, he's done tag team stuff in the past as well. So he's, he's, you know, he's there. He can help you and give you advice, but, but he'll tell you straight away, like you know, polls or no, like they'll give you something different. Mm-hmm. They may give you something that you can take and run with. Then the Hunt brothers might give you something, and it's just learning from the. We were only six months into tech teaming. Like this, he he don't. Know, that was like your fourth match or something. Like yeah, that. yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, wow. Like I don't think people realised how, like, how new we were at the yeah. time. We'd worked, we'd main evented a uh, couple of shows. Yeah, uh, I guess like the Govan team, and then we we also had the polls, and then yeah, this was I, all six months in the team, and we main evented the, the biggest show that year, I, and then well, the the biggest 
Yeah, yeah, and, and then the tournament obviously we had the tag team like, exhibition as well. So Yeah, and the problem after that I feel like we were just hitting our stride and then and uh, yeah, guy got up. So yeah. uh, and then after that he came back, he was still injured and then we got the ICW thing, obviously. And the ICW message and he was like, Oh come back for that, like, it was just about me already and then I got injured right after that as well for yeah. like three months. So <laughs> no luck for the second half of the year. Something that um, Michael Whitmer said in our interview with him, he said he mentioned that moment with the Source Tag Team titles, and he said that like he's been talking about promo work and, and entertainment aspects of wrestling, and he said that that was a perfect example of something that was so simple but yet so effective. And uh, trust me, from where I was sitting, it was just bothering <laughs> like we're proper laughing. We do. I didn't even notice there was a slight messing up of it. So you. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have mentioned that because then we'll be watching everything. <laughs> 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 we don't, I did, can I did, we stand for, for learning from mistakes? <laughs> 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 is that another? Is that another bylaw? <laughs> <laughs> Same mistakes won't happen twice. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll be watching. <laughs> now you just actually mentioned it just there, King Killer. So back in October, you made your debut in ICW against the Purge. Describe the feeling when you got the news you were debuting for ICW. Well, I think for both of us, we were kind of in that wee long period, our motivation wasn't quite there. Because we, we, uh, he'd been injured as well, we hadn't done too much. And they had been right. We did nothing since the, the, just the tournament. Yeah, well, I think I'd had a few matches. You had, yeah, you had a couple of singles matches back in wrestle. Yeah, exactly. So we're kind of like, ah, nothing's really happening, not really expecting anything. And then we kind of got that message and we're like, Oh, we're finally making progress because obviously that was one of our goals, like to wrestle on ICW. Yeah. And, and we got that message, and we're like, oh, think like we've like all that hard work we've kind of put in before. I feel like for a while we we're kind of like oh, struggling to motivate yeah. ourselves, but like oh, it's paying off now. And then that gives you that extra sort of motivation. I, was, I think it was the Young Bucks on uh, Jericho's podcast. <laughs> if you actually listen to, like they say, because I think one of them was playing. You know, giving up at one point just before they, they went wow. mega big. And um, it's just important just to keep doing it because it eventually pays off. Like, as long as you, if you put in the effort and you just keep going, and you know, something's going to happen at some point. Yeah. And that's what happened there. Like, I was out. So that wasn't like, we'd have, oh, we're on this three month tear. We're going, oh my God, we need, you know, we need to get KOE. They'd seen us from before. Like, um, you know, the guys at ICWs were like, uh, Scott and Dallas, obviously, they'd seen us. They'd, like, so they knew. Our work, they'd actually seen the promo we'd done in the Hunter Brothers as well. Yeah, they liked that. Yeah, so they liked that, and, mm-hmm. and you know, they gave us a message, obviously asking for something, you know, some, like similar to what they'd seen of us. So they, it wasn't a case of like we'd been tearing it up and making all this noise. Like, wish we wish we had, obviously, but me being out kind of hindered that. Mm-hmm. It was just a, you know, a callback to because they knew what we could do, and because we'd put the hard work in before, like, you know, we still work hard, like, don't get me wrong, but it shows you it pays off. I mean, not pay off at that exact moment you want it to, mm-hmm. but eventually it'll come full circle. But and persevering is pers- like, yeah, yeah, and I came back probably like a week earlier or something, because like, I wasn't planning to come back until like at the end of October, and I think that was like, not mid October, like yeah, the 12th or something, uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and I was just like, might as well take this opportunity, like, because I could. Wrestle, I just want to have that make sure 100%. Mm. And I've not had any issues since. And the street now starts, so let's get going. <laughs> yeah. Let's get going. I, for one, would love to see, and I'm sure there are a lot of people out there. And it actually touches on some of the next question. And it's about the ICW kind of honours tournament that's coming up, the trio tournament. 
it's got its wrestling network I put an article saying that they would love to see the thug life there I know everyone at Eat Sleep Suplex retweet would also like that to happen a lot of ICW fans would like that to happen is that something you guys have got your sights set on? I mean we'd turn it down <laughs> obviously I think I don't think I think at this point I don't think we're going to be on that yeah. um, which is fine because I think at the point that that was announced I think we'd only had one trios match was be shown. Oh, we, still, we still only had one trios match. Oh, oh yeah, still one trios. <laughs> we had, we'd had the six man before, but we've had the one trios match in Dublin, and I think we were not expecting. I think I think if we maybe been doing it a bit longer, the whole situation, I, I'd feel more confident, and you know, yeah. I, I'd maybe say then, but I don't. I don't see it now. I think they've announced. I don't. I don't, I don't know how long they define it. I don't really know exactly the details of it, but. You know, eventually, if the opportunity arises, that'd be good. But oh, yeah, again, to go at the same I, time, you know, just keeping on working until. Yeah. And if if you know Sean, like if you see, like he's he's perfect for ICW. Trust me, like mm-hmm. he, he is perfect for. Yeah, see, honestly, the restrictions in the family show. Oh, you know, <laughs> he's, he's even he's twice as old. Yeah, he's, he's so much funner because he's, he's on hinge man. Like he can just say what he wants. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, he'd be, he'd be perfect for that. Like he. would I'd love to see him get a chance, even on his own. It'd be amazing because he's just hilarious. Like, yeah. I just think he would. I think he'd thrive. Uh, yeah, he'd thrive in ICW big time. So we definitely like would love to do it with him because he'd help us tenfold as well. Like just from just being around. Just yeah, the way exactly. Yeah. Like he helps us come out our show a little bit more. Yeah. as well, I think. You know, um, like don't get me wrong, like I'm, you know, I'm not afraid to talk. Oh, he's, we know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he's not, he's not actually afraid to talk. It's just, oh, like, I know that. Too. Uh, it's just that way, like, but with Sean, it's just like, but it's just like, oh, this other stratosphere of power. It's different. It's amazing, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, we love it, man. I think we'd bring a good dynamic because I think there's a lot of some crap teams in it. Obviously, there's a lot of seriousness. From the vast majority. Yeah. Aside obviously like, you're like, that fun police on there, they're a good laugh. Yeah. But and there is, you know, guys that are funny and, and yeah. but I think we just bring a unique dynamic, especially with, with Sean between that the whole character, you know, bit of comedy and then just and then we have badass wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> well you guys are, are like I was at your ICW baby in October and you guys were well received. Again, you didn't shake a certain person's hand, but we'll move on from that. <laughs> yeah, which I can't remember who that is. <laughs> but we'll move on from that. But Scottish Wrestling Network did put out that article who they would like to see in that tournament, and you guys were number one. Thank uh, you, Scottish yeah, Wrestling Network. Yeah, cheers. They always, they've always had love for you guys, and <laughs> also Eat Sleep Circle so Retreat. We've always had that buy in you, and then there are a lot of people out there that. Nah, thank you for Yeah, I appreciate that buy in. <laughs> Good stuff. Now, what's next for KOE? The goal's WWE, to be honest with you. Yeah. That's the goal. Um, yeah. Not, yeah. not, tomorrow, goal. not, yeah. not tomorrow. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, it's about setting, you know, each kind of yeah, small goal. Goals. We've got small goals that we kind of want to do. Yeah. Um, and it's just about just constantly working hard to the next goal, figuring out, well, how can we get from this goal to the next goal mm-hmm. to the next goal? Yeah. And then there's so many different aspects that you need to balance, you know, just life. And you never know what's going to come across, come along. In the way, you know, we're both trying to figure out the other parts of our life. I mean, so hopefully by the summer, we you'll see a lot more of us. Um, Good. Kind of restricted at the moment. We actually have clashing uh, schedules, funny enough, which is another reason why you probably don't see us as much. But we're getting that sorted, so we're looking forward to having like a, a solid end to the year, and then you know, a really cracking twenty twenty. But it's, it's definitely something like we just keep going. It's like he says, we set goals. Like, and sometimes they're small. Sometimes they're 
they might be as simple as getting in better shape or hitting a certain weight or a certain look. Yeah. Um, well, I've found that it's helped me so far with everything I've done. Yeah. Just sort of just starting from training, you know, you have these wee goals. It's like, oh, I'm going to move up class. Yep. You know, I'm going to make my debut. Oh, I'm going to, you know, debut in ICW next, yeah. uh, work on bigger shows, you know, stuff like that. And then uh, each one, like I've set so far and uh, guys set as well. Uh, we've just kind of hit so it's just about setting more and then just working our way towards them it's proven as well I think you get a lot of people it's easy to set a goal mm-hmm. and just go right that's going to happen like just waiting for it wait 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 Yeah. Um, maybe somebody will hand me that like it's just, just nonsense like we want to be undeniable like to have uh, you know if we want to do something like like you say ICW like you know they did, they'd seen us they'd asked us they knew what we were about that wasn't us begging and pleading and yeah. waiting for something to be handed to us like we proved that we were good enough to at least be on the show the, when the time that they were there to see us, so they, you know, they'd seen us, they knew what we could do, and that was down to us. That you know, we didn't hand you anything, and it's just yeah. that way of, you know, not just having a goal, but having the plans to get to that goal. Yeah, you know, and, and doing it like the hard way, you know. No, I mean, I feel like they're well. To just just make it well, you need to make it easy for yourself as possible, and that's just getting your name out there. But like, you really need to put in the hard work to every sort it's of goal. Yeah. Yeah. and sometimes we're bad for it. Like, don't get us like we're not saying that we work harder than anyone else that's not the case but you know we try to and sometimes you forget little things sometimes other aspects of life get in the way and mm-hmm. you know we know we can do more and, and it's just finding that balance with everything else so that we can we can hit it and hit that stride because we actually like at the end of the day like, I know we're not there yet and we don't have like the sort of what's the word the criteria not the criteria but like the accolades or mm-hmm. anything that kind of would say, oh, they're they're amazing, but we think we're, we know we're that good. Like personally, I think I know too. Yeah, yeah like, we're that good in the ring, and I actually think we're better than a lot of teams. And that's to say other teams are bad. It's just that we really think, yeah, you know, we, we, we think really high of ourselves. But we also we know we can get better. We know what we're missing because mm-hmm. we know we know why we're not. Like, yeah, we're not going, we're not. oh, why aren't we here? Why aren't we doing this? Why aren't we doing that? And that's our own fault. Yeah, know? yeah, we know like we know what we need to do to get to the next stage. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we believe in ourselves. We believe in our own ability. Like we know, you know, we've got something going with the team, and like the sort of the characters and things like that we've got. You know, we know if we need to, we can, you know, we can do promos. We know we can do a big match. I think the other thing is like doing a lot of these sort of family shows. People don't realise that our style is a lot more suited to like long-winded, balls to the wall, indie, like progress takeover style matches. That's where we will really, you'll really see what we can do, and. Um, but there's nothing wrong with that, like, you know. And you can have a lot of fun, you love it. Yeah, you can have a lot of fun doing the other stuff as well. We enjoy doing the other stuff and you learn from it. Yeah. So we're happy to do that. But I think like once you kinda if we once we get ourselves out there yeah. and you start to see what we can really do, I think people will then start to agree. You know, we are that good. We are one of the best tag teams in, in the UK. Easily. Yeah. I do, like and that's just you've got to think that way. Mm-hmm. Got to. Got to believe in yourself. And especially now, like recently like a lot of people would say goal is WWE a few years down the line there was like it was like a harder way yeah. and now there's a bit of a clearer route yeah. I'd say a bit of a clearer route because obviously it's something to work hard but yeah. there's more on our doorstep yeah, yeah, yeah. it's doable if you do mm-hmm. you know? yeah. oh yeah yeah definitely yeah, and you, the school you trade that source has quite a lot of uptake from WWE yeah, yeah, yeah. so, oh, so the, the training's phenomenal like mm-hmm. uh, you know I started with 
the table or kill them dead. You know, he, obviously he's there now and, and Nikki's there. She was there at the time she held all the training. Coffees. But yeah, mm-hmm. and Mark and Joe, phenomenal. And they're, like, they're a great help as well. Like, you know, talking to, to Joe, talking to Mark and then like, you know, Jack Pro as well as another guy. Mm-hmm. You just these guys that you come across and you talk to and they just, they're happy to help. Yeah. Like, they know they want to help you. And, and, we're not, we feed it like, we take it like a sponge, we're actually listening, like, you know, we're always trying, we go away and talk about it, that's the kind of good thing as well, because there's two of us, mm-hmm. we can go away and talk about what somebody said to us, mm-hmm. and start working on it, sometimes if you're on your own, it might be an overload of information, yeah, you might forget, you might, forget. Uh, you might take it a different way, you know, we yeah. can kind of feed off each other, or just take certain things for here, or take certain things for yeah, there. discuss it, but like, I'm training, like, Whippy's, it's phenomenal, like, you can do pretty much everything, which is why, if you see Source, like all of us, you know, we can get down and do the old foreign stuff, the old British stuff, you know, you can fly, like, you, you know, you can do your spots, you can do your sequences, you can do a bit of character, everyone does he's, he's one of the best characters in ICW we've probably ever had, mm-hmm. but he's also probably the best old foreign wrestler in ICW he's ever had, yeah. like, you know, uh, and there's other ones there as well, don't yeah. get me wrong. Uh, and he's, he's a guy, he's a jack of all trades and I think that's what he tries to put on to his trainees as well. You know, you can do this. Like, make sure you can do a bit of everything because yeah. you're gonna have different shows. Yeah, but just having the creative freedom to bring your own, your own thing to it, and I think that's what everyone needs to do. You know, you just tap us like the ta- the title thing as well. Like, you know, the last thing you want to see is that bog standard floating into the camera promo. Are you gonna beat the guy mm-hmm. in this place? That's what I try to daft things like go to the gym at like stupid o'clock and have people watching us wondering what we're, what we're up to nah exactly uh, yeah. you know and just like yeah. and go to the pub and yeah. <laughs> the old guys yeah. watching us set up a video camera because it's like it took two seconds and it's a little bit different and that's all like, boom out there creative well yeah even though we're not very good with editing and stuff like that it still, <laughs> it still makes it, it adds to the charm of it I think. yeah yeah it does we yeah. actually got that from uh, you know what's community like, that's a shout out for anyone that watches community there's a at the end of every episode Troy and Abed two brilliant characters they just do something daft like it's always something really stupid like <laughs> pretending they're Elmo and so I can't remember, can't remember. They, they basically have like interviews there's no cameras yeah there's no cameras there <laughs> Uh, it's great. Like even if you go on YouTube and just type in Troy and Abed end credits or something like phenomenal. But that's where we got the ideas for like the wee daft cuts in the promo. Yeah. And stuff like that. That's brilliant. Brilliant kind of stuff. And what you said about like too polished, I absolutely believe in that because if it's too polished it's sometimes unrelatable. Uh-huh. And as wrestling characters of what you guys do, you want people to engage in it whether it's like engage in it to find it funny hate it like or whatever but not just hating it because they hate it hate it if you yeah, know what I mean exactly. uh, just keeping it away it's not the 80s anymore you mm-hmm. know what I mean yeah. just going to want to see someone yeah. talking at a cold uh, camera <laughs> and like they're believing because they think it's real jump then, Jeff Farmer yeah, yeah. Uh, jump Jeff Farmer <laughs> what a problem what a problem, what a problem. I can YouTube that as well <laughs> it's like what Sean Walker said in uh, our interview with him when I was talking about promos because obviously he does a lot of promo work mm-hmm. and he said I'm not into the whole he's a wrestler I'm a wrestler <laughs> that's right can yeah, I can <laughs> Righty, also thanks very much for that. King Killing Kyle Williams King. So, as you guys may know, we now move on to the quick fire questions in oh. true eat, sleep, suplex, retweet fashion. What was 150? Is it, as, <laughs> is it as many of these questions as what Kaylee's? <laughs> uh, no, there's probably about 1% of what Kaylee stands for. So, I'm going to start it off easy. So, Rock or Austin? 
Austin and wrestling, but The Rock in general. Well, we're, we're wrestlers. Tonight. Yeah, but then I got into wrestling because of The Rock, but then I began to appreciate Austin more yeah, that was it. as I've got older. Yeah. So that's a, that's a to be honest with you, I agree with you on yeah. that because I'm just like, oh, I love the whole Stone Cold. Oh, it's the watch stuff, it's just <laughs> mind-blowingly good. Right, well, next one, Trish or Lita? Trish. Lita. Oh. I'm a hardest guy when I was younger. So. Big Trish, man. Oh. Right, so your next one is Cody or Omega? Omega. Omega. Oh, yeah, both of yeah. them. I, I do love Cody. Yeah, I love Cody, man. Yeah. But, uh, he's so impressive what he's done. Tupac or Notorious B.I.G. Biggie. Yeah, Biggie. Uh, Biggie. Well, uh, yeah, so what, what I'd describe as Tupac, bigger than the music. He's kind of... He's a poet. He's a poet, yeah. yeah and then Biggie, the see if you want to uh, nod your head to some... Banging tunes. Biggie's the epitome of MC. He's like the, the bit like a great MC. Yeah. He gets rap and then two packs like a storyteller as a poet. Oh yeah. He kind of transcends. Oh yeah. It does. But, but Biggie is hip hop. Yeah, Biggie is hip hop. You, you guys should become hip hop historians. By the way, I'll ah, be YouTube channel when we stop. Amongst other things. <laughs> <laughs> night in or night out. Depends what you're doing. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, night out. Night out, uh, probably. Night out. Yeah. PlayStation or Xbox? Uh, I actually prefer the, play- the Xbox, but oh, we've, got play- we've got a PlayStation in it. Ah, Xbox 360 was it? Yeah, I don't play that many games, it? Nah, it's not big any gaming. What's your favourite wrestling game? Shut your mouth. Here comes the pain. Oh? Yeah. That was, we did an episode of wrestling games and Here Comes the Pain came out. That, that, that was, was I loved it. It was slightly better than uh, Shut Your Mouth because like, the graphics were so updated, but I just loved the story. You could walk about backstage and. Yeah, you could do that, Here Comes the Pain. That was a bit different though, there was um, more to it. And Ed, you, I always remember the feud with Eddie Guerrero when you start out and he's raging because the wee guy asked for your autograph at the supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant, by the way. I loved it. And your favourite wrestling pay per view? Money in the Bank 2011 was pretty good. Yeah, so yeah. Oh, I can't even. So many. But then I was like, what was the Survival Series, the first one? Oh, Survival Series 2001. 2001. Oh, I, I, had oh, that, yes. I had that on DVD, first wrestling yeah. DVD. I had. Yeah, I loved that. It was the Alliance one. And now everybody shits on the Alliance thing, but it was a buzz back in the Ah, it was yeah, yeah, you don't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree with you on that. Then there was the Survival Series. The most recent one was good. Uh, not the most recent one, like uh, the most recent one. Was Blood and Goldberg on it? No, the one with Lesnar and Styles. Was that not the last one? Yes, yeah, it was in 2017. Oh, I can't remember. One with Lesnar and Styles. It was the Usos in the bar. Ah, right. Yeah, yeah, that was good. But like the Survivor Series 2016 match. Oh, yeah, it was like five It was like the Infinity War. Oh, oh yeah, it was <laughs> so good, man. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Uh, the favourite venue you've wrestled at.
Det går så for fanden. Og Jeg vil sige, det bliver tørt på sagen, og det er af tørt podcast, men det er ikke matter, det er ikke noget sammen, når jeg taler om Favorite tag team apart from Fuck Life and Kiwi. Det er så Ja, yeah, det er jo så også, at det er jo så Det er jo så også, det er 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 så så vi superstars and the NXT. Yeah. Trust oh, me, the, the matches were really good then. But the matches were cracking, right? And yeah. we loved this was ever said, we were like, why are they on the main roster? And there was this match, it was them two again, and was it Beretta? Ah, uh, it was. Them, it was them two and Beretta versus Tyson Kidd, Heath Slater and Gabriel. Oh yeah. And it was, it was a six-man title in the main event. Or superstars, whatever one. I don't know, I was superstars. Yeah. And it was amazing. And it's just like the most under-the-table, under-privileged, not underprivileged, under <laughs> underrated sort of match that yeah. just ever happened because it was just it was just superstars, but it was great. Yeah. Apart from the KOE matches. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're underrated. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> well, definitely gonna check that out again. Oh, that's very valuable. So now dream opponents, uh, both singles and the tag team. Hi, this was this was both of your pop for singles each year. So many. And you can assume that your each the other would be the manager of it if you want you. Yeah, I'd love to like have a match like many main event me versus him. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> that's that is the dream match. Really, <laughs> technically, I'd love to work um, Hackenschmidt, but he's gone now. Um, so. I am Cena. Yeah, Cena. Yeah, pretty cool. I think it's not a taker. Um, angle. I mean, he's retired. Yeah, but in the prime, obviously. Aye, I think people would would potentially see you for you guys to replace Barry Corbin. Well, this 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 will go after WrestleMania, so God knows it could oh, well. it could have been God for Cena face Angle, but I'll definitely leave that. Randy Orton, but full shadow. Which wrestler Randy Orton? <laughs> Randy Orton, oh, Daniel Bryan, that's so many. It's <laughs> too many names, man. Right, your and your biggest inspiration? Kobe Bryant. Nice. Yeah, him, uh, Bryant, Kobe, and what, Mohammed. I'll watch an Ali videos. It's just so Is Bryant your basketball goat? Your yeah, um, no, Jordan's probably the Aye, Jordan is probably the goat. Jordan's my favourite. Jordan's are just a bit. OTT is almost like oh, he's, a, he's, a, he's almost lost the plot because yeah. he's so like he's, so uh, he's like psychopath into it, you know. Yeah, Kobe's just, oh, such a I love like the work he puts in his stories about his work ethic. Yeah, yeah. Aye, Kobe's unbelievable. Ali's he's another one like he he watched old YouTube videos. Obviously, he's hard to find stuff on Kobe. Kobe's more modern, but yeah, Ali, Kobe, love them, man. Just this is work. McGregor's another one as well. Yeah, McGregor. McGregor. Mm-hmm. He's another hard worker. Fantastic. And your favourite wrestler? Oh, it changes all the time. I love Car to be honest. It's yeah. Like, see the, the wrestling machine stuff, even just before that. He sort of run where he, basically from when he went bald. <laughs> <laughs> Angle was brilliant ever since he went bald, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at, at least the, like, a 
Yeah, he was vicious before, but at least not big. Oh, brilliant! Honestly, man. I really like, uh, really like Chris Benoit as a as a wrestler, of course. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I just like his aggression in the ring. I think it's phenomenal. I, I don't know if that's risky to say or not. <laughs> it was a good guess. We could wrestle completely censored them on the podcast. Ah, yeah, okay. Right, just in case you blanked out. Nah, <laughs> radio. Uh, the next one is your favourite tattoo. Tattoo? I don't know, I've not got it yet. I've not got it yet. What would you get one to get if you got one? Oh, so many things, man. Um, oh, I'm trying to think what's, what would be funny just to have tattoos on me. Ten or all. Ten or all. Ten or all. I'd have like a big uh, Scott Brown right now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna get killed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, finally, to super kick in the face, the big unit Cody Crawford or the bedside cabinet Mark J. Wilson. Do you know just do both of them? Well, 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 I'll super kick Cody, you can super kick. Well, it's not gonna affect the big unit. Like, we, we have him with like, three moves and he kicks out like one the last time we wrestled him. And he's back up on his feet and hitting us right away. I assume you'd get a free super kick, so no matter what, you get a free super kick on What, is it gonna have like damage on him? Like uh, a woman would be. Yeah, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. This is our only chance. Yeah, this is our only chance. Let's see. This is like the super of all super. Yeah, we we can knock him back into the sixties of it. He's been around for like six hundred years. He trained Hackenschmidt. Yeah. Kaylee Kyle is going to kill off. Thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you're listening to this uh, for more interviews and more weekly topical shows. Follow KOE on Twitter, they're at knockyout underscore KOE. Slide into their DMs, they have given you permission to do that. Also on Facebook, they're at KWKSKing. Also join in the conversation with Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Suplex Retweet. And check our website suplexretweet.com. So, thank you very much for joining me, guys. Cheers, man. Listen, I don't care what the fuck you think you're doing. Whatever you think is more important with your life, you honking bag of dick tips. You know what you should be doing? You should be going online, you should be subscribing, you should be listening to the back catalogue of Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet, whatever the fuck you're doing, that's what you should be doing. I don't care if it's your mum's birthday, I don't care if she's feeling contractions. Get on it right now!